Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce, like zesty oranges and crisp carrots, reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Right, here we are live coming at you from the back seat of America, show where we talk politics. That's right, politics, but we don't talk dirty politics here. What we talk is right politics, what you want to know, what you need to know, and not any of the washed up mainstream stuff that you know is on a slant towards the dark side. What are we talking about here? We're talking everything from the left to the right and all the way in between, but we're giving it to you live so you understand what's happening and what's happening today in America and what's wrong with America today. What can we do to fix it? Because that's exactly what we need. We need to know what there is and what the solutions are so we can get to those solutions. So tell a friend, tell two friends if you appreciate truth and if you appreciate everything that this show brings you from the gospel, the doctrine, to political upheaval. Welcome back to the show. I appreciate you and I appreciate your patronage, your company every time. You're here and we're here together and we're going to talk about intelligent things today, specifically the state of the nation and the state of the church. The state of our affairs as children in this great nation of the United States of America. And some of the things that I'd like to start off with, I want to bring to you what I promised several episodes back about 4th Nephi, this abridged chapter that spans about a 300-year period because it reflects directly on who we are and what we are as a people right now. Because, as you know, the Book of Mormon is written for us at the time of Mormon when he was abridging these things. Um, you know, the people weren't going to read the Book of Mormon back then. This was, we're talking about uh, the years 385 AD, is when he's actively. Uh, transcribing and, well, not transcribing, but uh, when he's compiling all the books and abridging them and putting them into a format, what's going to be beneficial for us in our day, because of course, with his prophetic powers, he's able to see what's happening. And 
The reason I believe that he shortened this chapter, that he spanned so many years, is because he wanted to give us a mirror effect, kind of a slap in the face, shot in the arm, to let us know where we're at right before the persecution begins so that we can test ourselves. Because for the Nephites, it, this period was 300 years. But for us, when we're looking at it, the events of 300 years happen in, in less than 30 years. It is a downfall of society like no time on earth. The adversary has more power than he ever has before. And we are a fallen people inside and outside of the church. Though the doctrine is true still, and the prophets and apostles still guide correctly, the people themselves, the state of the whole nation is has dwindled, not is dwindling, has dwindled in complete unbelief. And they have turned from being a beautiful people, a righteous people, a people of the United States, so inside and outside of the church, used to be beautiful people, righteous people, following the Constitution, following the commandments of God, one nation under God, and in, of course, in God we trust. Now, it's a throw everything righteous under the bus, so to speak. So I want to begin here to explain to you why. Why would Mormon do this? Why would Mormon um, compile all these years together? And I know specifically this is going to interest uh, people that are studying the church, but it's also going to interest you that do not belong to the church because the records, whether you understand them or not, they tell a history of what is to come. In other words, the history that happened thousands of years ago is to come and is upon us as a mirror. So it would benefit you to understand the proceedings of Nephi's days to understand the proceedings of our days. It's kind of like looking backwards in a mirror of time in America with these ancient documents being for America. So I'll start with verse 23 in that uh, one chapter book. And I'm going to skip the part, the introduction of Mormon. I'm just going to go to where the people had multiplied in so much that they were spread upon all the face of the land and they had become exceedingly rich because of why the prosperity in Christ. And that's the state of the nation, or that's the way it was, wasn't it? We had become so rich in the 1980s, 90s, even 70s and 60s, that we became a people blessed under God and all nations wanted to be just like us. This is why we were able to spread our pornography and our vice to all the other nations is because they wanted to copy the American way. But you see, the American way was not built upon sin and unrighteousness. It was built upon the backs of righteous people, people that sacrifice their lives, their bloods, their hardship in order to bring to us the prosperity that we have in America, not through one generation, but through many, many generations of sacrifice. We became a prosperous nation under God. But what happened? Verse 24 is what happened in the 1980s, 1970s, 1960s, 1990s, definitely, that those who were lifted up in pride, such as the wearing of costly apparel, and all manner of fine pearls and of fine things of the world, and that's fine, nothing wrong with wanting the good things in life, but particularly what's important here is that there were classes that were formed out of this. The classes 
divided themselves and the people began to feel that they were better than other people. Remember how it was in the church back in the 1970s, 1960s, 1980s, when it didn't matter if you were poor or rich, everybody invited you to church. Everybody cared for everybody else. It was almost as if we had all things in common in heart. Now people are stingy, are rude. And of course, those things came about because of this wearing of the evil mask, the gadianton cloth over your face, the symbolism of the sign of the beast. And of course, by injecting yourself with the destroyer of the God gene that targeted your DNA with this mRNA technology and built and designed to target the God gene. So, of course, your inklings towards the spirit faded. And what's a result of people that are more selfish, less inclined to be Christ-like, less inclined to sacrifice? Not even their lives, no way. They're not even able to sacrifice their money. My goodness, a teacher came over and brought a mango orange drink for me today, and I was so surprised. I could not believe the generosity, somebody sharing. Something that would be simple in the past is now a great thing now. Imagine sharing one of your drinks with somebody, sharing a mango orange drink with a co-teacher, somebody that uh, that is in another classroom, just because you, you're in charge of those people, yeah, but you, know, you want to show something, you want to say, hey, here you go, here's a little token. Doesn't happen anymore. I mean, I go to the teacher's lounge and there's there's uh, cupcakes there, but the cupcakes aren't for me. The cupcakes aren't for me. They're for a certain group. I go to the teacher's lounge another day and there's a, a little bit of food tray there, but it's not for me. You know, this is like, these are our groups. This is our stuff. So what happened as a, as a result? Well, in Nephi's time, there were many churches which professed to know Christ, and yet they did deny the more parts of his gospel. But in our days, in our days, I believe that same exact verse is talking about, yes, other churches, but specifically our church, specifically that there are many churches in our church, many wards, many branches that deny the more parts of his gospel. That's the, that's the interesting part, isn't it? Deny the more parts of his gospel, because what is his gospel? His gospel is very straightforward. Let me tell you that no part of his gospel has anything to do with let homosexuality prosper. That is, there's, it does not fit in his gospel. However, you may twist it and turn it and say, okay, love is love, or you got to love your neighbor, you got to tolerate. No, you don't. You, Jesus Christ in his gospel never tolerated sin and the Celestial kingdom cannot tolerate even the smallest white lie. So why would you make crooked the paths of Jesus Christ by saying that we tolerate these things because we don't? We, as a people, deny the more parts of his gospel. We deny breath and word of anybody that's against anything politically correct. We adore and absorb all the doctrines of man and of Satan some of them are men and some of them are devils. And we embrace them and salute them. And on Facebook, on Facebook, we show who we really are by celebrating and promoting and bringing down those that would profess the true doctrine of Christ. Oh, yes, we deny the more parts of his sacred gospel and say that there is no absolute truth. But in those days, in the olden days, 
you had to repent and you had to. Today, you just have to embrace who you are. Yes, we deny every part of the most important parts of his gospel and except for philosophies of men mingled with scripture, putting on our faces, masks, putting injections, and this makes us pious. This makes us worthy. And inasmuch as they did receive all manner of wickedness, which we do, come on in. LGBTQ, we love you. On the signs and banners in BYU, I drive across the freeway and I say, we, I see on the, on the freeways, we love LGBTQ. When I go to firesides in Utah and listen to them, the firesides invite prominent LGBTQ communities to speak at the fireside. My goodness. We adore and receive all manner of wickedness and administer that which was sacred unto him to whom it has been forbidden. First of all, sin, that is sin. Have you recently switched to T-Mobile Home Internet and are currently suffering from 5G home internet issues? Have you had mobile phone users take priority over your signal? Get Xfinity Internet. With three times more bandwidth, supersonic speeds, and reliable connections you can count on, Xfinity gives you internet that works the way it's supposed to. All you have to do is take the first step. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. That is abominable sin. That is high sin. Anything in the sexual nature at all. Anything that has to do with committing a crime. Or anything that has to do with the horrible things in nature like abortion. These things have to be dealt with with a bishop, and a bishop is not to be lenient, but is to administer the true doctrine of Christ and allow that person to express their feelings of sorrow, of guilt. And if they don't have them, to bring that person to their knees to guilt and sorrow before they can ever participate in anything that is sacred. Because Sacred things have been forbidden. This is why unworthiness in sacred things is forbidden, because the sacred things become blemished. And then we have to close temples, don't we? And then we have to close churches. And then the God of heaven rains down upon us. And it's not the government that closes down the temples. No, it is God himself, because these filthy things, these abominations happen inside the temple And I'm not talking about the sacred ordinances. I'm talking about the filth that enters into these beautiful places because they've been given passes, not because they've repented and changed, but rather because they've accepted and gone forward and not confessed anything. And even if they have, they've been approved. It is who you are. So come on in. We invite you to pollute the house of the Lord. And so this church did multiply exceedingly because of its iniquity and because of the power of Satan who did get hold upon their hearts. And he has, hasn't he? Because you know what? The disciples of Christ 
were the only ones that were despised, and I, I am despised. You despise the brethren. You despise anybody that says the truth to you. Anybody on Facebook, anybody on Twitter, you despise them if they go against any of your new facades, your new doctrine that you believe is going to get you into heaven, which it's not. But what you despise most of all is the miracles associated with goodness. Because when was the last time you saw a miracle? You know, you Anglo-Saxons, you, you, you Gentile nation. When was the last time you saw any miracles? My goodness, Heavenly Father came down and produced a miracle by giving you Trump for four years. But when is the last time you saw him intervene besides Trump? The last time you were healed from a sickness, the last time you saw a lame man walk or a blind man see, when was the last time he gave you an answer to your prayer as a miraculous thing? that you could see with your eyes and hear with your ears and know that it's a miracle. Yes, small things are miracles, but big things are too. When is the last time you saw a produced effect like a angel coming down from heaven or a lightning striking down from heaven or your power exercise in the power of God to change the elements? When was the last time you saw that? The true disciples of Christ are despised because they are followed by miracles. But the, the unrighteous are not. So they throw us into prison and they throw us out of our jobs and out of our Facebooks and out of our Twitters and out of our YouTubes. And we are told not to speak and the gnashing of teeth. But what happens? Even though I got kicked out of church for over a six-month period, and then gagged, denied to speak even my testimony of Christ. Let it be from the pulpit or let it be in class. I know you say, oh, that's unheard of. It's not. The Gadianton robbers are in control, and they are doing it to many people, many, many people. And despite it happening, Jesus Christ makes a miracle. If you stand fast with him, like I did, he dissolves all those Gadianton bonds I'm free to go to church. I'm free to speak in church. And yet the spirit restrains my mouth because it is useless. It falls against deaf ears. And so why speak of things like pornography when all of you are on pornography? 99% of all men, all of the youth, and most women. Why speak of you of blasphemies, of calling upon the vaccine as if it is the savior himself. Why talk about the letters from the state president claiming that the vaccine is just like, just like the bronze and serpent. In other words, calling the vaccine Jesus Christ himself. And thus, verse 34, they did dwindle in unbelief and wickedness from year to year until we strike to today. Yea, in the 200th and 30 and first year, which we are now, there was a great division among the people. And what's the division that was that? Well, think about it. We have been strongly divided in the issue of the mask and the vaccine. In fact, the brethren themselves say that they have never seen such a great division, such a great controversy as the issue of the mask and the vaccine. Never. And so things that are common, that have been common practices of the church, like supporting bills as stratagem, homosexual bills, 
as stratagem to protect the temple and to protect our religious freedom, things that they've been doing for decades, become another, another slammer, another piece of fuel to add to the great division. Because those people that are already divided because they say prophet is no more, prophet is false, or prophet is false or devilish, or it is the prophet's fault because I injected myself, it is the prophet's fault because many are dying, that put the blame not on themselves or on the Gadianton robbers that have taken over just like in 4th Nephi, they don't put their blame on them, no. They put the blame on the church, and so the great division that has happened the great division with the masks gets flamed on with what? With the new adoption of the Respect for Marriage Act. Now, do you know that the Respect of Marriage Act came forth before saying that we had to accept homosexuality as homosexual marriage no matter what? Did you know that the church did not accept that, but rather used its weight and position to say, no, let's amend this and say that we still have our religious freedom. Did you know that the church saved you from having to accept homosexual marriage in your churches and your temples, no matter what religion you are for? The church did this for you. Because if it wasn't for the church, this that passed the House would pass the Senate as well, the way it was written initially, which would have made every church in the whole United States adopt and accept homosexual marriage, period. No, it was the church who stood boldly and said, no, we will support this if and only if you amend it to say we have religious freedom and we are able to worship and marry as we like and not have to accept. And so therefore, the amended version says, accept churches do not have to follow this law. They get to worship how they want to and marry how they want to. <laughs> Thank goodness for the profit and stratagem. But you are divided because you are unknowing of the facts. And so this just adds to the great division. Let's move forward with what happened in the Nephite times from the great division, where we are now. Now let's take a look at the affairs of the people at the time of Nephi, fourth Nephi, that is, because it is explained here in this abridgment that the people did not accidentally fall into transgression, but they willfully rebelled, like us today. It was a willful rebellion, a gross thing that happened, and it's happening today. People are abandoning the true doctrine of Christ, not because they didn't learn it, because, my goodness, this has been taught to the people of Christ for millennia. But in reality, we know the doctrine of Christ better than most. We have four sets of scripture, right? We have modern-day prophets, apostles, and we have the Holy Ghost to tell us things. Now, granted that if you took the big bite in the arm, the ability to feel the influence of the Spirit has diminished. Maybe it's quenched. Who knows? Who knows what this big vacuum is doing 
to your DNA and your God gene. Even if Bill Gates wants to eradicate it completely, was he able to do so? You know, we don't know. They don't give us the answers. They're hiding it. They're hiding everything about the big bite in the arm from everyone. And so we don't know the effects. But what we do know is, for some reason or other, what we have been told by the Holy Ghost, what we have been told in the scriptures, and the doctrine, what we know, the doctrine that has been taught to us all our life, because remember, this phenomenon that's happened is just happened in the last 10, 15, 20 years. Before then, before then, in the year 2000, there was not a world of crime and horror. The world was not full of sin as it is today. So, yes, there was sin, but it wasn't to the severe level of abandoning everything that's righteous and calling it evil and adopting every doctrine of man, like global warming, for instance, or like, my goodness, you should preserve lower life forms more than humans because humans don't count you should not eat meat my goodness sake because that's horrible that is a sin according to the world and so now we are going away from the two doctrine of Christ in unbelief not because we haven't been taught the gospel but because we are doing it intentionally and teaching our children the same. My goodness, what have you done to your children? You've sent them to public school. Maybe yourself. Maybe you yourself have told your children that, yeah, well, you know, the reality is that we do need to respect LGBTQ. We need to tolerate. We need to embrace. You might have said horrible things to your children already, but let's say you didn't. It's the same because you put those children in public school. And if you think you're turning a blind eye, you're not. You know what's happening in public school. I'm a public school teacher. I know what they're teaching them. Those poor kids get brainwashed into a trans mentality. From the moment they step into school at 7.45 in the morning till the time they leave at 3.30, 4 o'clock, sometimes 4.30, they are there for the full count. And they're not learning anything righteous. They're not learning to respect the flag, to respect the Constitution, to respect our nation, to respect parents, to respect the commandments, to respect God. They're not getting taught that. They're getting taught the opposite and more. They're getting taught gross crimes, gross sins against nature. And so they're walking around, they're being taught and they're being brainwashed and they're being molded and sculpted into perverse, a horrible, like the Book of Mormon says, a stiff-necked and perverse generation. And the word perverse is important here because perversity is when your mind is involved with filth 24 hours a day. That's all you can think about is filth, 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 porn, 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 porn. Sex, 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 that's it. All day long. So they were taught, their children, they taught their children, just the same way as we teach our children. And what happened? 
verse 40. The more part of the people did wax strong and they were wicked, became exceedingly more numerous, the wicked people, than were the people of God. Same happenings. It's happening now. There's way more wicked than righteous. Way more. Way more. The division is in your houses. The division comes down to the original commandments of, of, of God and man, right? Which ones are originally God and which ones are originally man? Because if you've gone the way of the world and the pointing fingers and the big and spacious building has lulled you to them because of shame, you're afraid, you're shamed into being called a bigot, being called a racist, being called somebody that hates. So you've gone, you've listened to the big and spacious building, and now you're with them, pointing at us, saying, oh, look at you. You're so holy. In fact, you're shaming us now for being holy. But you're calling our holiness perversion. It's the opposite. And then what happens? Well, let's go to verse 44. Starting in verse 42, the secret and combinations of Gadianton were built up. And that's exactly what we have with the government, don't we? The Gadianton robbers, the secret society of men, were able to take over the government that we have, which I'm going to ask you the question, did Gadianton, did the secret society of men take over government? Was that a fair election? Do you even think it was? Do you think Trump lost? Do you think they did not rig the Dominion machines? Do you think the Dominion machines are not built to rig the election? Do you think that counting the votes in Spain is okay? Do you think any of these things have to do anything with the Constitution of the United States of America? And do you think that giving up our votes over to foreign entities is okay? Because if you do, you're a traitor to the United States of America. A true patriot understands that we keep everything in-house and that both parties, both Republicans and Democrats, are able to observe the electoral, electoral process and that neither party are kicked out to ensure that something is fair and that the voice of the people are heard. And we know that a fair election does not go past midnight and over 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and for days later so they can change the result of the election. We know that the elections are counted, and especially with electronic elections, the count is done by the end of the night. And we know that statistics, all mathematicians out there, know that statistically, if you've taken a poll, and you have taken a wide enough spread of the poll, of the selection, that it's gonna tell you the results. And it's going to be within a margin of error of somewhere like 96, 97%. So you're going to have a pretty large knowledge of who won. And that's why they call elections in every past election. Because once you get past 3% of the count, hell, especially past 20% of the count, you know who won. So they call it. And they call it early because it's statistically correct. But in this case, they didn't do that, did they? So, they had up their judges, they had up their governors, and they certainly had in place all the people 
that were working for them to make sure that this election was illegitimate and as well as the election that we just had, the midterms. They made sure of it. So, did the Gadians and robbers and the secret oaths and the combinations, did they get built up? Of course they did. And now every single entity, every business that's large enough, like Walmart, not the mom and pop shops I'm talking about, but I don't know if you've seen this, even the mom and pop shops, I've gone to a lot of mom and pop shops, and I'm surprised. Some of them have the all-seeing eye, the triangle with the eye in the middle. They have that posted somewhere in their establishment so that you know that they are with the Gaddy Anton Roberts, with the Secret Society of Men. They have their insignia. They have their sign of fellowship with the Dark Society, the Dark Brotherhood. So, with that being said... In every establishment, governmental, religious, etc., the United States of America, the Gadianton robbers are completely infiltrated. And so they are able to take the affairs of everything. Don't think that for one second what is happening is not under their control because everything that's happening goes to blame, not to the prophet and not to any other entity, it goes to blame to the Gadianton robbers. Can you blame Biden? Sure you can. He's part of them. Can you blame Obama? Of course you can. Clinton? Of course. Can you blame Pelosi? Definitely part of them. Can you blame the media? They've all signed in blood. They've all trafficked. And by the way, this traffic thing, we got to get to this because from this time forth, verse 44, the disciples of Christ began to sorrow for the sins of the world. Think about the brethren, how they feel. They truly can't say anything because, man, they're attacked. I saw this post they did because they're on Facebook. And I saw this this talk they did. And, you know, one of the brethren was going to give a talk and the Spirit said, you know, only talk about this certain percentage of thing. And then he decided to talk a little bit more, expand, and then... It came back and blew up in his face. They were attacking him for it. And he said, man, I should have listened to the Spirit. Definitely should have listened to the Spirit. Because you can't say anything. Everything you say is now going to be an attack on the brethren. And my goodness, talk about sorrow for the sins of the world. It has never been this way. They have always been allowed to speak freely. Now, I know that you have your eyes closed and your head up your butt but the reality is is it so far up there that you can't tell that they're tippy-toeing on glass that they're tippy-toeing around their words that they can't tell you everything that if they start to say something they have to give it almost in a parable this is the situation now and so both the good people and the bad people, both the people of Gadianton and both the people of the church and all people everywhere have become wicked, just like it says in verse 45. And there were no righteous save the disciples of Christ. So this is what I'm talking to you at the beginning. Why are you calling yourself good? We turn on the TV and there's porn. We're watching it. 
Now, I'm not talking about hard porn. I'm talking about stuff that would have been considered porn in the 80s is now being watched by everyone. We're of the world. And they did traffic in all manner of traffic. Now, this is what I wanted to get to. I love that this chapter specifies the word traffic because before when I used to look at this, I used to think, man, they were probably trafficking in drugs or something like it because, of course, they didn't have those kind of drugs that we do, but maybe some opium or something like that. But I didn't realize back then that the same Gadianton oaths and combinations and the same ceremonies that are being performed today were performed back then because this is the society that existed all the way from Cain. And Cain had to shed innocent blood. And so you have the same sexual and the same horrendous murderous oaths and ceremonies that you did have in the days of Cain. And in order to have those rituals, you need the sacrifice of an innocent child. And this is where the trafficking comes in. And I told you about it earlier, the trafficking that many people are involved in inside and outside of the church. My goodness, how many investigations have there been with bishops, state presidents, police departments in Utah? Remember the scandal a few years ago where they caught them and they saved tens of of thousands of children, or I'm sorry, thousands of children, because the tens of thousands they did not save. But they saved thousands of children, that one raid. Well, this is inside places like stakes and bishoprics. So you think that they're not trafficking children all over the world? Yes, they are. To the tune of hundreds of thousands, even millions. They need blood, people. The traffic that is going on now is going on in 4th Nephi, and this is why Mormon abridged it, so that you could see the situation that we're at now, which is exactly this, that we are in the same spot, in the same place that Nephi found himself, amongst a wicked people, amongst a wicked society, amongst a wicked world that is hell-bent for destruction. This is where we are. This is exactly the time where we're at mirrored with the Book of Mormon because everything in this chapter has already happened. What's the only thing that hasn't happened? I'll tell you. The only thing that hasn't happened in this particular chapter is what happens next. We, the last survivors that want to follow the doctrines of Christ are going to get persecuted, persecuted to death, worse than the times of Joseph Smith. And so for those of you thinking that, what the hell is going on? Well, I've just painted a pretty picture for you, haven't I? What the hell is going on is hell on earth. And it's never been worse bent than it is now. Pardon the pun. So, watch yourselves. Watch what you think, watch what you do, and watch who you listen to. Because filth begets filth. And we, we are engrossed in the blackest of dye. What can we do to save our world and save our society? Well, the prophecies say 
we only are going to see harder, filthier rain, aren't we? It's not going to get any better. But when the time comes that the building of the new Jerusalem has to come, let us be the few, the few that are left after the destructions, because the destructions are coming and they're going to be so great that not even a yellow dog is going to be left wagging its tail. Brigham Young, not even a yellow dog wagging its tail in the whole area of Missouri. So, these bombs are going to drop like crazy. Don't think they're not. The world is going to howl because the lay of the Lord and destruction is upon them. Oh ye, it's come. What can we do but prepare? Well, for those of you that heard my episode about the end of the world and getting prepared, you know that you need to be prepared, not only physically, but spiritually and emotionally. Because you're not going to survive unless you are spiritually prepared so that heaven can help you. And the only way to get there is to cleanse yourself from the filth that there is. And at least acknowledge, my goodness man, my goodness woman, acknowledge the true nature of God and stop make-believing that right is wrong and wrong is right. At least acknowledge. Let's start from there so we don't continue to fool ourselves into somehow believing that things are going to get better when they're not because things are not better with us. So, I leave you with those things to think about, to ponder about. Chew on this. The fat is thick and we're only headed for thicker times so what are you going to do about it myself i'm going to grip my teeth pull my sackcloth clothes off and expose myself expose myself to my creator and not make believe that what i do is be a holy man because i I before my Lord, same as you. We need him. We need his help. The nation needs help. The true president needs help. Our families need help. Our minds need help to get freed from these freaking cellular phones. We need help. And so let's not hide ourselves behind, behind lies. We need help. Acknowledge it. I think that's where we start. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know.